Combo Nation Combos Court episode 177 is here, but before we get started, I need you to pause this episode and get this done for me. Go rate and review wherever you listen to Combos Court. That's right. Leave a rating and a review wherever you listen to the show. Then unpause the episode, tune right back in because we have a great one for you. Combo Nation, what up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to episode 177 of Combos Court and I am Combo as I said before the show, I'll say it again. Go rate and review wherever you listen to Combos Court. Also, share this episode with a friend via social media or word of mouth. We here at Combos Court would greatly appreciate it. Today's show is from an Instagram Live conversation I had with NBA prospect specialist Rashad Phillips. It's always great talking basketball with Rashad. We discussed Rashad's phenomenal Isaiah Thomas interview and Rashad shares his thoughts on the NBA outlook of some of the prospects in the upcoming 2020 NBA draft. Plus more, you could find Rashad on Twitter at rp3natural. That's rp3natural. Go subscribe to Rashad's YouTube channel, Sports Talk 2319. That's where you could catch the Isaiah Thomas interview. You know you could find me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O N E. T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O, intro music by Luca Beats, let's get into it. Agendas, done a lot yeah. of work with Park. He's in the headlines yeah. now. Yeah. Katie actually called him a sellout. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that, Rashad? You know, it's, it's, it's you know, for me, um, you got former teammates. You got two grown men that have their own lenses of how they see things. And the first thing I always try to do is allow men to be men. Perk is my brother. I ride with them all day long, every day. Um, There's really no right, no wrong. It's just opinions, you know, being exchanged. But at the end of the day, as long as that, as long as we can continue to come together as people um, to make the right decisions, um, then I'm all for it. You know, Um, Perk has a job to do in the media. He's pretty good at it. He's built. He got better. He's, he's been he's been sparring with somebody. I don't know who that's meant. Oh, maybe it's you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Perk has, Perk has done a terrific job. You know, like he's really built a a, a huge brand. Um, every time he's on TV, he gets better and better. He speaks intelligently, eloquently. Um. So, you know, the thing with him and KD is, you know, it's it's a tough place for me, combo, um, you know, because Perk is like my brother, you know, and me and Perk talk every day on the phone. We talk every single day. I know everything he's going to go on TV and say before everybody else hears it. And uh, <laughs> I have huge respect. 
I have huge respect for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irvin and like all those guys. Like it's just really, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're just watching brothers bicker on social media. Like I have a younger brother. I bicker with my brother, but it's just not on social media, you know, like, so we have to look and, you know, take in consideration that, um, you know, they're brothers, man. Like at the end of the day, Perk loves KD. KD loves Perk. You know, that's why they bicker like that. They're just like two brothers that are that that we get to witness fight on social media. But they really deep down love each other. I'm telling you that I know this. Right, for sure. And it gets played out on social media and everywhere else. I mean, you're right. But I mean, when brothers have fights, it's just, you know, nobody sees it. But if your brothers, if your friends, there's going to be some fights. And 20 years from now, they'll probably look back and laugh at it. Exactly. Exactly. They're going to they're gonna look back at this in, in five, three to five years and be like, man, what were we doing? Watch. <laughs> you know, that's why I don't feed into it because I, I already know that it, it's going to be water under the bridge um, anyway. So I don't want to feed into either of that, you know, especially right now. It's just not the time to, you know, create the soap opera. And, you know, my lane in sports is is not the gossip. Like, that's not my lane. Like, I don't I don't want that lane. Um, and, and that's not why I got into media, to be a part of the gossip. Like I got into the media to 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 bring the purity of the game to 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 bring a, a, a shed a light on the unheard um, and you know so for me talking about what he said and what he said and she said and I didn't get into the media to do that so um, perks my brother man I'm a ride with him all the way to the end. Right, Rashad, me personally, as a podcaster, I've learned a lot. Like, obviously, we're trying to create content. But I think yeah. the biggest thing, I think the biggest thing that comes out of it is just learning from people. You had a great conversation with Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. What did you learn for yourself about Isaiah? Not for everybody else. What did you learn from within something new about Isaiah? Because you know a lot about Isaiah. He's a great small guard. Obviously, you were a great small guard as well. But what did you learn during your conversation with Isaiah that you didn't know before that? That's a great question. Um, what I learned about Isaiah Thomas is how freaking intelligent he is. Like, you know, you, t you can talk to certain people on the phone and you can tell that they're intelligent by their conversation. Speaking to Isaiah Thomas on the phone, like not even on camera, just having a conversation with him outside of the cameras like he's very, very intelligent. He listens almost to the point where you don't even think he's on the phone. He's so quiet. Wow. Like he's, I, I promise you, like it was times where I was on the phone talking to him and I had to say hello. And he's like, I'm here. Like that's how much of a listener he is. Like he's very observant. He's very receptive and he's extremely intelligent which shows me which which kind of validates why i believe he's the greatest pound for pound basketball player ever because now just having conversations with him it shows that he takes that same approach into his craft of being a great player now it all makes sense to me 
And I'm excited to show the world what I already know, but what he validated to me even off camera. I know you watch a lot of film. I know you watch a lot of video. Um, yeah. Who's been creeping up your, your draft board lately? Like somebody that you didn't think, you know, you weren't really thinking about before, but just digging into the video, somebody new out there, somebody that we're not, that the masses might not be thinking about and somebody that's been new to you that you'd be like, wow, like this guy could really make an impact. Nobody is hard for you. It's hard for a player to creep up on me. I know, I know. Yeah, I know, I know, so I know. So, so, but I can answer, I can answer your question though. But okay. they didn't, but they didn't creep up on me, but I can definitely answer the question that a person that's rising, the more and more I watch his film, the more and more he looks like a first round pick. Right. And that, that's Tyrell Terry from Stanford. Okay. He, he's six, one and a half, uh, maybe a buck, a buck 65, but he's extremely dynamic. I believe he led the Pac-12 in scoring. I think he was okay. one or two or three, but but he shot 40% from three, 42% from three. Um, can get any shot he wants. He's a three-level scorer, has the possibility to be a four-level scorer over time. Okay. Um, he has that rare skill set like the, like a, like the Trey Young, um, like like a Damian Lillard, like a Kimba Walker, like he possesses some unteachable attributes. Right. And I I have him in my mock draft right now, currently going 24 to the Utah Jazz. Um, I had him I had him going in the second round a few weeks ago to Orlando at like 45. But just the more and more I watch his tape, um, the more and more I learn about him um, off the court. He had the highest IQ test score so far of any prospect. Wow. So I just believe, again, that intellect that I was talking about with Isaiah Thomas, Tyrell Terry has a – he's very intelligent. He went to Stanford. He's intelligent. He plays that way. Uh, I, I believe over time he could be a, a, a prospect uh, given some time. I think he, I think he can be special. Rashad, we don't do pre-production. I didn't uh, say I was going to ask you this question. So right off the bat, right off the bat, right? And I have an answer for this. When I say he got game, he got game. And I'm not talking about the movie. And I'm not even saying who's going to be the best NBA player. I'm just saying he got game out of everybody in this draft class. Who do you think of? Grant Riller. Wow. Grant Riller has game. Um College of Charleston. I, I believe Grant Willer is the best offensive player in the entire draft. Okay. 6'3", six, six, scored 2,400 points in college. Uh, can uh, He's dynamic. Like, there's nothing he can't do. I just believe he's the, he's the more uh, NBA-ready guy. You know, a, a lot of people, you know, somebody in the comments are saying Ant-Man, but that's too easy. That like that's that's too easy of an answer. You got to dig deeper than just the guys that you see on TV every day. Grant Riller is uh, uh, the best offensive player right now going into the draft. Okay. Right now. Okay. The person I think about when you say he got game would be Tyrese Halliburton. I don't know if he'll be the best okay. NBA player, but that guy got game, bro. Like, cause he could shoot it even though his shot is a little awkward. 
He makes his teammates better. Slow. He's slow. You think he's too slow for the league? No, 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 no. I don't, I think he's slow, but I don't I don't think he's slow for the league. I think his size makes up for his lack of twitch. But I like him. He's a big guard. I, I like, and I, that's why you like him because he's a big guard. I know you like big guards. <laughs> <laughs> you you always get me with that. <laughs> you like? I know you like the big guards. You know, with limited twitch. I mean, them, them your type of dudes. But <laughs> I like him because I feel like he has tangible value because he makes everybody around him better. Like the Jason Kidd effect. Not saying he'll be Jason Kidd. I'm just saying that. Yeah. He does. He does. He's 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 a big guard. He makes he makes terrific decisions. Um, he can definitely score in space. Um, he has a, a slow release, um, but he's extremely clever. He's not right. twitchy. He's not twitchy, but he's clever. Right. And, right. And that's why I understand where he's going to be. A, a, a valuable pick in this draft um, because of those things that I um, just just broke down. Right. So the number one pick is kind of all over the place. But if I yeah. had to pick teams, I would go with you know already. I mean, we went through this with the Warriors. You think it's Wiseman. I would say for the Knicks, it should be LaMelo. And also if the Hawks were the first pick, uh, I would go with Anthony Edwards. So does that make sense to you? And can you pick that apart for me? Um, if the if the Atlanta Hawks get the number one pick, I think they should trade it. Oh, really? The Atlanta Hawks are built to win now. They don't need any more draft picks. They like they need a Devin Booker. A, 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 like that would a dynamic the Hawks, court. Oof. The Hawks the Hawks need to win now. While Trey Young is still on his rookie contract. You gotta, you you, you gotta trade the pick. You, you you got to like Atlanta. Atlanta has they already have Cam Reddish. Uh, I like you know Pee Wee is right. Like you you could trade that number one pick to Washington for Bradley Bill. Like Atlanta is already built to start winning. They don't need any more draft picks. Like Anthony Edwards is great, but he's not gonna help Atlanta. They they're gonna they're gonna finish last again. That you. You can't turn your NBA team into a college team. Eventually, you got to start winning. So with that number one pick, I'm talking to Phoenix. I'm talking to Washington. Like, I need a Bradley Bill, a Devin Booker, a Donovan Mitchell. I need to pair one of those dudes with Trey Young so we can start winning right away. I don't want to get – see, draft picks are always – pretty until they turn into names right draft picks always look great right but the hawks you got trey young who's who's the best point guard in the east he's the best point guard in the eastern conference so you got the best point guard in the eastern conference you've got two dynamic wings and cam reddish and deandre hunter you got clint capella and you got john collins like Imagine you put Devin Booker or Bradley Bill with the Atlanta Hawks. They immediately are a top four team in the East. Right. Immediately. Right. Immediate. You see what I'm saying? So you right. got to think about that. You trade. If the, if the Hawks get the number one pick, you trade. Right. It. right. 
Rashad Pee Wee mentioned uh, Denny Advia. Actually, he's in the matches. Shouts to Pee Wee, man. One of the he's a young guy, but he really knows the game of basketball. Um, I've had him on my podcast before. Denny Advia. The thing with Denny is, is that people are comparing him to Luca, and I think that's no. really, I think it's really unfair. I really think it's unfair for them to, and I think that might hurt him a little bit. So, what are your thoughts on his game and how his game will translate to the next level? I actually like him a lot. I like that. He's more of a hybrid. He's right. not like Luca. Luca's a dual forward, right? Luca's like Luca's like LeBron. Like he's a dominating forward that handles the ball. Denny is more a off the ball hybrid transition shot maker. Um, yeah. Denny Denny was going to kind of play like that Harrison Barnes Andrew Wiggins type of role in the NBA. Even Omer, um, who's from Israel as well. Yeah, yeah, like I, 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 I like, uh, I, I like, I like Denny. I like him. I, I, I like that. Pee Wee said like Gallo. I like the, like he fits in that that mold. You know, I think he's gonna be. Those guys, I, got, he's gonna those be guys, really good. I feel like those guys got a little more junk in their game than than he's Denny. Young, he's young. He's, he's young. He's young. Give him, give him three, four years. But to compare him to Luca is that's not fair. Luca is. That's what I'm saying. Super. Luca's a freaking superstar, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Superstar. Rashad, I haven't dug into Sadiq Bey's film yet. What do you think about his game? I mean, I could tell yeah. he's, like, he's going to be like a 3 and D guy, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah. What do you feel about his game? Yeah, he's a 3 and D guy. You know, uh, Jay Wright does a terrific job with all of his players at Villanova. So, you know he's going to be ready to play right away. Um, he's a catch-and-shoot guy. Doesn't put the ball on the floor really well, but he's a terrific it's going to be a terrific, uh, like, third, fourth option. He's going to be a first-round pick. It's, uh, I can, you know, it's, it's going to be a, about fit for a guy like him. Um, he could easily be, you know, end up with the Denver Nuggets, like teams that pick, like, in the 18, 19, 20. Like, he could drop a little bit, but it could be to his benefit. I just think that he's a, he's a, a, a glue guy that's is going to be his type of career in the league. And I think he's going to excel at it. Not Villanova guys, they play well in the NBA. They do. You know, they play well. Like, they may not turn into superstars in the NBA, but they – but when you, when you draft a Villanova player, you know you're going to get two things. They're going to work really hard, and they're going to understand the system and pick it up right away. So that's what I see with Sadiq Bey. Yeah, and a lot of the bigger guys that Jay Wright coaches, they're switchable defenders. Yes, like yes, yes. Big Earl, you know uh, Jeremiah Earl, who's went back to school, but next year he's going to be a first round pick. Like Villanova, they just breed professional basketball players. Like they just they that's what when you go there, Coach Wright is going to prepare you to be a pro. For sure, Rashad. Um, from what I gather, from what you're tweeting, I don't think you're really high on uh, having this season return. Am I am I right? Am I am I right here? Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not excited about the NBA returning. I'm not. I just think that it's too much. It's too risky. Um, I I I don't think it's going to be. Everybody's going. It's going to have an asterisk asterisk by it. Yeah, we talked about Tyrell Terry already. Pee Wee. He a first round pick in my book. He's dynamic and he's terrific. Um, but yeah, yeah. going back. Going back to the NBA, I, I just don't – I don't like it. I think that there's other issues that we are facing right now in the world. 
for one, the pandemic in regards to this virus. Like we don't really, we don't know what this virus is. Um, I just, I just, I, I want sports back more than anybody, but not at the expense of, of, of humanity. Um, I, I think right now it's just not the time. We haven't figured out this coronavirus first. I haven't even talked about the second thing that we're going through, but we haven't figured out the coronavirus. So, you know, coming here, because I'm in Orlando, coming here and creating this so-called bubble, that stuff don't mean anything, man. You know, like, it's going to take one player, unfortunately, to get sick, and then it shuts the whole thing down. I know the NBA has to make their money. I know they got TV contracts to honor. Um, and I know they don't want to redo the CBA and, and mess up next season's money, but there's a pandemic in front of all of that. Next time they do a contract, they need to put somewhere, they need to talk, put pandemic in that contract where you can void any of that stuff in case a, a, a global type of issue. And that's what we're facing right now. Secondly, the, 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 the injustices that's going throughout the country, I just think that that needs to be addressed. Now, my opinion is, you know, they say, well, bring basketball back. Um, bring basketball back to bring awareness. And I just don't, I don't think, I don't think playing basketball brings awareness to social injustice. And, 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 I, and unless you're going to run a social injustice commercial after every, after every time out and people, the owners are speaking up about it. But if, if that's not going to happen, then just playing basketball right now, I don't, I don't, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's primary. I think it's secondary. I mean, that's just my opinion. Now they're going to play. Yeah. Um, they're going to play. So I'm not going to be as excited as I was because the circumstances of what, what everybody's dealing through. Carl Anthony town has lost his mother to this, to this virus. Um, you know, may she rest in peace. And it's like, you know, guys got sick from this and we still don't really know what's going on. So it's a huge gamble that the NBA is taking. They're going to take a lot of backlash for starting the season. So be prepared for a lot of backlash um, because if certain guys get hurt during this time or sick, it's going to, the NBA is going to get a lot of backlash of putting basketball first over the coronavirus and what's going on in the world today. I'm going to let you go. Cause I know you're a busy, busy man. Um, let everybody know where they can find you on social media and everywhere else. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you for having me, man. You can find me on, on Twitter, RP three natural. And obviously on here on, on Instagram, uh, Rashad Phillips, uh, 2319. Um, I, I appreciate you as always a pleasure to be on your platform combo and exchange uh, basketball dialogue with you, man. I, I really appreciate you brother. Anytime, any place. Rashad, really appreciate you. What I really appreciate you about you, Rashad, is that you're super focused on yourself, obviously, because you want to get stuff done, but you also help others in the meantime, which I think is really big time. And that's why I appreciate you, Rashad. Anytime, bro. You already know that. I'm always a phone call away, Combo. You know that. Talk soon, bro. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to Combo's Court and big shouts to Rashad for returning to the show. It's always great having Rashad on the show. Go subscribe to Sports Talk 2319 on YouTube. Combo Nation, let me know how you feel about this episode right in the comments section of your Apple Podcast app. 
rate and review wherever you listen to Combos Court. I'll say that again because it's really important. Rate and review wherever you listen to Combos Court and share this episode with a friend. We here at Combos Court would greatly appreciate it. Be on the lookout for episode 178. Combo out.